Last time, you met the characters and listened as they ventured to a new world. Their ship lost power and crashed into the ocean. Boomy took charge and devised a plan. The others are following, for now. But will that last? And is it enough to survive? Let's find out. Alright, so what are you guys going to do? Um, do we have... So we have our, our uh, life vest, which we're going to grab, and we have our respirators, which you're going to grab. Um, do we find any sort of flotation other stuff, like inflatable rafts? Or? You are not equipped with those, because it's not something that anyone has ever had to deal with before. Not, you have, in the history of the MDC, there has never been a situation where a craft has run out of power. I'll have to bring this up to the uh, Monkey Atsu or Katara or Zuko. <laughs> Or uh, the boulder. Um, can we? Uh, do we have any sort of wood or any other floating things that we have? Um, can we? I mean, metal floats. It does. Uh, we can start tearing apart the inside of the ship, I suppose. I think before we should. Uh, before I mean, this we just landed here. Yeah. I think before we start tearing apart our ship, we, we should, should put a little it. effort to getting the ship back up. Okay. Running. Uh, I, I think you... we should focus a little on that. Okay, we can we can investigate our uh, our current predicament and uh, try to figure out how to get our power back up and running. I'm also going to point out at this point, you guys have probably been in this situ in this situation. You crashed, no power. Probably at least like 15, 20 minutes now, as you guys are trying to assess the situation and everything. No, your air is fine. You you. And surmise, you guys probably have a few hours of air before you cause any problems, but it is starting to get extremely hot okay. because you are sitting inside of a metal, essentially a metal ball in direct sunlight. Right. And the atmosphere, the temperatures you guys were recording, since you guys were the ones looking at the actual instruments, it's about 100, 110 degrees outside. And you guys have been sitting inside of this metal ball in direct sunlight for the last 20 to 30 minutes. Do we have, you said we have rations. Do, does that include water? Do we have water? You would water? also have water rations, correct. Okay, good. I don't want to go is our, crazy sea. Is our ship, I mean, I'm sure it would have come on, but it's worth asking. Is our ship equipped with some sort of backup generator? No. The power source that you get your ship is outfitted with is supposed to be self-sustaining. Right. So you, yeah. you guys don't have a backup because it's not supposed to be necessary. Can we find where the power source is? Do we know where it is located in the ship? In order to access it, you would have to get out of the ship. Okay. And currently, it's submerged anyways. Okay. So okay. you'd have to get out of the ship and underwater, open up the open up the compartment to get into the underbelly of the ship, like it's where the engine is. Yeah. Not really the underbelly, but you know, and by doing so, you would, you would open it up to the ocean. It would begin to fill with water. That's awesome. Um, so everyone here knows how to swim, right? Because I do not. <clears throat> not everyone. I mean, swim. you can just fly. Yes. But uh, I just, I just want to make sure that lives in the desert knows how to float. Well, the the mountains in the desert. Yes. Yeah. There'd be water. He knows the water is. Well, I know what water this is. is. You've probably been, you've probably been in water more than just to clean yourself, but you never learned how to swim. So, like, you've never been in water so deep that you can't stand comfortably in it. So, like, chest level or lower. So we don't have any wood in here, right? We don't have any... No. 
Not for the purposes you're trying to figure out. You would you wouldn't have anything for what you're trying to do. No Nothing. Um, Unless you start like dismantling the entire ship, no. essentially. Or trying to repurpose it. I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying it's the only way. We only way. have three life vests? Yeah, there'd be one for each of you. Only one for each of you, yes. Uh, how big are the... Okay, so they're just regular sized. They're um, just like, you know, go over the chest sort of thing. Around the neck, over the chest. Do you want to do more investigating? For, like, power source stuff? I mean, because... It seems to have the only known power source is literally underwater. Um, I suppose not. What? What were you going to say? Um, we could see how it is outside. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I just figured we should have a plan before we, we start going outside, but I suppose we can just go balls to the wall. I mean, this, there isn't much else we could do. Yeah, let's just let's just TPK go. in the first hour of the Okay, so, I'm kidding. So Boomy puts on his respirator, uh, and, and then uh, <clears throat> he, uh, he sends a thumbs up to them. And you guys... Then, do you guys also put on face masks and life jackets? Life jacket. And we'll put on the life jacket and have the face mask ready. Okay. Won't put it it's on. in hand, but it's not on your face. I'll, I'll put I'll put both. Alright, so Boomy and Bob both put on life vests and respirators. And Chet puts on a vest and keeps his respirator in hand, ready to go on if necessary. And then who opens the hatch? I have my trusty lighter on Alright, so Chet goes, first one to pop it open. So Boomy's kind of like, I don't want to do this, guys, it's a bad idea. Chet's like, oh, just shut up. Pops open the hatch, you stick your head out, and the first thing you notice is the intense smell and taste, even, of salt air. Just overwhelming. You all are familiar with the taste, like being, you know, at the ocean. You guys yeah. are, the Republic is an island. Mm-hmm. You've all been to the ocean multiple times. You know what it's like to be on the ocean, taste the salt air, all that. This oh. is so overwhelming for you at first. It's going to take a while to adjust. But chat, you guys don't taste. You 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 guys can probably still smell and taste the salt a little bit. We're just but lo- it, we're lo- we're looking at chat like it's not overwhelming, out. and but for chat, it's it's very intense, but it's not causing you any. Breathing problems. Not about to form salt crystals in my lungs. No, not as far as you can tell. Keep my head. <laughs> uh, do we see anything in the immediate surroundings, or just ocean everywhere? Ah, uh, yeah, it, you don't see any sign of land. It's just no shallows. A least. lot of ocean. It looks like you guys were dropped in the middle of an ocean. Okay. No shallow. So, oh, can I taste the water? <laughs> <laughs> like a little dab of it. It's extremely salty. Okay, so it's really buoyant then? Very likely, yes. Okay, so the ship almost assuredly won't sink. Unless water gets inside. Unless it floods. Correct. Um, how like uh, how violent is the ocean right now? It Maybe is calmer recon. than you've ever seen an ocean. Okay. So it's like so not it glassy, is It is almost completely flat on the surface of the ocean. Almost. I said almost. There are still waves, but very subtle. Some Lake Placid type shit, like something lurking beneath us. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, oh, then you get waves in a specific direction, and only from there. I don't know, like some little bubbles. Actually, getting bigger. Then okay, 
Anyway, so, uh, can we like do a sail type thing? Can we push ourselves, like stay in the, the craft? You think and try to win the match? What would we make a sail? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We probably have some sort of clothing material, uh, vinyl or anything like in the ship. I imagine. Um, Where's armor, the armor and armor? The best source of cloth that you guys likely have is Boomy's robes. Okay, so Boomy strips down. Well, no, before you get naked, Boomy. <laughs> Old move. You would always keep us, just because of who you are, your character would always have a spare set. Okay. You can use your spare set of robes, <laughs> or you fun. can use both if you want. <laughs> I mean, if we need a large sail like that. Uh, okay, uh, so so I just need something to stick my, my sail on, and I'm, I'm starting to, um, like, pull out my clothes and... I don't have... Oh, I have a sewing skill. You have yes. sewing. That would allow you to craft your clothing into a sail. Could I help him using something like uh, a parachuting leather? Well, that's not really good. That's not going to work. And then, like, recycle? Recycling? <sighs> not this time. Not for this specific situation. But that is a good instance to try and use that skill. Do I have a jersey? That's Jury sure, I will allow you to use jury rig when you attach the sail you're trying to make to something, but okay. to actually make the sail, no. Okay. Here's like couches. Couches and ship? No. It's not a luxury. It's a very okay. small vessel. So I filled the first roll. So I'm, I'm having a hard time sewing so, the clothing together. So actually what's going to happen here, you start to sew together, and then you end up... Uh, stabbing yourself in the finger. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, it's only damage. So you're like, ow! And so then you, you, know, you shake it off and you keep going, and then it happens again. And it happens again. Stab yourself a total of probably about like five or six times, and you're getting very frustrated now. And then I'll allow you to roll again to try and finish it. Okay. Because sewing is difficult. I don't know if you guys sewing know. Sewing is hard. It sucks. But I do succeed the second. All right, so you manage to you bandage up your you take a you take a break you bandage up your fingers. Yes. The one stab probably wouldn't have had a lot of blood, but the fact that you kept stabbing yourself, you're starting to bleed a bit. So you you bandage up your hands, take a breath, and you go back and you manage to finish it without further problems. Got this movie. Also, I'm gonna heal you. Let me roll. You're gonna take a single point of damage from all the time you stab yourself. Before, before our craft starts moving because of the sail, may I use trap mind detection? Um, yeah. So unless you're actually getting into the water, that's just a visual inspection. Okay. So it's not actually going to do you any good to roll a okay. skill check for that one. Okay. Um, that so one is more for, like, if you're about to open a door and you want to make sure that it's not booby-trapped. Okay, gotcha. Mm. It's useful. Blankets. Um, you probably have, like, in your, like, uh, first aid kit or something, you probably have, like, a heating blanket. Like, you know, like, one of the, like, silver foil blankets. Mm-hmm. But not, like, sleeping but not like a cloth blanket, no. We don't have sleeping uh, You probably have sleeping bags. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have any large metal implements um, that we can attach to uh, top of our craft? Um, you mean like because your sail's not massive, it was only, you know, a, it was... Well, you have your outer robe, your inner robe, and that's all you would, because you only use one set of robes. Yeah. So it's not a massive sail, 
So you'd probably be able to figure something out. Um, I'm gonna keep working on the, the sail then, because it needs to be bigger. Our ship is how large? It's not huge, but it's not small either. Okay, so, uh, so either I'm stripping down, or someone else is donating more cloth. You have a sleeping bag. So, I have a sleeping bag. Just an area what's happening here. You're working on the sail. You've been working on it for a little while. Uh, Mason has mostly been focusing, or Bob has mostly been focusing more on the surrounding area, like looking out at the hatch, trying to survey the area, keep an eye out for anything that looks bad. Chet has been doing what? Well, I was trying to find cloth. So you, you've been searching to try and help Pumi out. Okay. And you have found absolutely nothing. Uh, so Pumi, just around the time that you were finishing sewing together the first set, so keep in mind that this would also require, doing this whole process would require you to also cut your robes a little bit because you need a flat piece yeah. of cloth. So you would have had to cut off, like cut, you know, the, unfold it or whatever, you know what I'm saying, right? Like cut around the, the seams sort of thing. Uh, so you're, you took a little while, you had to cut it, you had, took a break because you kept stabbing yourself. Chet's been trying to help you as best he can, but he doesn't know how to sew. He doesn't know. He, he's been trying to help. And Mason over here, you are going to notice on the horizon, coming directly towards you, not like it's going to hit you, right. but it's going to go right past you guys, mm -hmm. is what appears to be some sort of vessel. Okay. Uh, from this distance currently... It's hard to make out size and everything, but it does appear to be a wooden ship. Hey, Boomy, Chet, uh, I see something on the horizon. It's um, coming our way. Boomy, uh, help. Boomy's gonna like go out and uh, he's gonna look. Can you judge the distance using his uh, like astronomy or land nav skill? You wouldn't really need a skill for that. I'll just give okay. you a rough estimate. It's probably a good half mile away. Um, maybe more. Boomy's gonna be like, I think I should go investigate this. What do you guys think? How do you think Oakland invest? He can fly. Oh, fly. oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> yes, yes, that sounds okay. that sounds good. So, Boomy will hand off his uh, sail, Chet, and then he's gonna toss it's up. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? He's gonna toss up his glider and then hop up, and right, fly so over to. How high are you flying? Um, I am flying. Um, so how large is the ship from, it's half a mile, so I should be able to judge. Half like, a mile or so. It's probably a little far. Remember, you you haven't had to deal with judging distances like that. Not really. I mean, I use, like, like the stars, and I fly through the, the sky a lot, I'd say. So you can tell how high you are. doesn't mean you can tell how far out something is. As okay. You still yeah. have a decent idea, but it's not going to be as accurate. Yes. I guess what I was trying to get at is... I, it's not too far away, so I should be able to judge how large the ship is, correct? Um, because it's coming face on, you can't see outward, but you can see like height, yeah. like above the yeah. water. Uh, it's not it's not an overly large ship. It's just you know it. Do I see a crow's nest? Um, no. Okay. Well, I'm gonna head over to the ship, uh, flying over it. I'd say at least um, um, I don't know, uh, three people tall, I guess. Uh, so like 18 feet. Perhaps. So yeah, that would definitely be. That is real. Not well. You have to. Because you're trying to get over the deck, or no? Well, you're trying to get higher than the, the so, main deck. So I'm shooting above uh, the ship, and I'm going 18 feet above. Above the ship. Oh, yes. Specifically. Okay. Mm -hmm. So because I'm I'm 
I don't have it written down. I have the I have the length, not the height written down. Yeah. Based on the length, it's probably like twenty or so feet off the surface of the ocean. So you're going about fifty feet off the surface. Sure. Of the ocean, roughly. Sure. So you're trying what you're trying to do, just to clarify, you're trying to see onto the deck essentially? Yeah. Well, so you're trying yeah, to get I'm high trying to you're trying to get high enough it. that you can like but like height wise you're trying to get high enough so you can see onto the deck. Uh, yeah. You're not trying to get like super high so they can't see. I I no. Okay. I forgot to ask because we've lost power on our ship. Are we uncloaked now? Correct. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So yeah. So you you go up and you're just doing a big circle. How far are you gonna try and keep? If you're gonna circle the ship, how far of a distance are you gonna try and keep between you and the ship? At all times, at least thirty feet. Thirty feet out from the ship. Yes. Okay. So you go and you circle, and um, you can tell that there are some people on deck. You see a couple people. Um, most people on deck, there's one who appears to be piloting the ship. There is a big wheel he's at. And then you can see that there is um, more. There's two people that appear to be manning some sort of netting setup. So, like, it's... Not they're just throwing in a net, but it has like a whole rig to it, so it's like a mechanical thing, mechanical okay. net that drops in, drags for a while, and they pull it back out, empty it out, toss it back in, that sort of thing. Yeah. So that you can see them doing that, uh, and then there does appear to be another man who looks as if he is armed and surveying the water, but none of them have looked up at you. Alright, radio is dead. No, those would have their own power source. Okay. So I'm, I'm letting them, relaying this information to them. Um, there's one potential hostile and um, uh, yeah, several other people on board. Uh, they seem to be fishing. Um, I'm thinking of dropping down and requesting uh, aid. Can you see what kind of weapon he has? Not from here. But it does not appear to be extremely large. Um, not at this height. Um, if I go closer, they'll notice me, so it'll be kind of a moot point if they... But, um... You also know, just as you come around, you do see that the two people that, um, are fishing, the ones that are manning the net, they do appear to be completely unarmed as far as you can tell. Like, there's, they're not... You, you guys have encountered people with all kinds of weapons. They wear them on their hips, their backs, their whatever. So you, even concealed weapons are going to change the way somebody moves a little bit. Yeah. And based off of your experience and based off of the way these people are moving, they don't appear to even be concealing like knives. Like Raven was stocked with throwing knives that were concealed, so you're used to seeing how she moved and how that restricted some of the movements she could do and stuff like that. These guys don't appear to be wearing any sort of weapons. Um, can I uh, shout but out to them? I should also point out... The one who is steering the ship does have a weapon on his hip. Um, can I, like, shout out to them? Uh, Boulder! Okay. You shout out, Boulder. and you immediately notice that all their heads start darting around, but none of them are looking up. So they're like, what the fuck? Who the hell? And the one guy, you can now tell the weapon he's holding is some sort of rifle. Yeah. But you, again, it's hard, it's hard to get specifics, but it is a rifle. It's not a pistol. And he starts, like, looking down at the water, swinging, like, where the fuck? Like, <laughs> um, 
So I'm gonna. Does Peacemaker have a scope on it? Let them know that the, I'm... <clears throat> the sniper rifle would have a scope. Could I see that far? Yes. I'm gonna say because they are also progressively getting closer. That for now you are able to make out one the one with the rifle. Um, but you, because of angles, because you are at the, the surface way. level essentially, you can't see the others. You, he told you that they're they're there, but you can't see them. But you do see he is the one with the rifle is on the side of the ship that is going to go directly past you guys. But he, he's still a little ways out. He's not looking at you. He hasn't noticed you. Um. So Boomy uh, says hello, uh, and then he's gonna uh, click radio over. Are we? I'm going to hide any of our gear on our ship, because I think we're supposed to remain incognito as far as our mission goes. Um, and then Yeah, in general, you part of your mission, like your basic every-time mission, if they don't know fun. about the multiverse, you are not to reveal it to them unless specifically authorized by one of the four admirals. It's like the prime directive. Pretty much. Um, so... at, no, at no cost. Even if it means... Losing your lives, you are not to reveal the truth about where you come from, unless specifically told that it's allowed by the admirals. So we can say we're from space, just not from different multiverse. If you think that will work for you, that would not break rules. So I'm gonna um, sort of glide lower towards the water, and then I'm gonna uh, snap my uh, staff uh, off it? my back. Close it, uh, stick it on my back, and then sort of just drop in next to their ship. And then I'm going to wave up at them like, oh, there! As you're dropping? Uh, no, as I get in the water. Oh, you're hitting, I thought you were dropping on deck. But I'm, I'm hitting um, out of sight. Because uh, wherever they're looking, I'm going the opposite direction. So you don't want them to see that you're flying? No. Okay, so you're, or just, so we're on the same page. You're dropping into the water behind Silently. the ship. Yes. Behind the ship. So they don't hear a splash, and they don't see that you can fly. Yes. And then you're going to try and verbally get their attention. Yes. Okay. So you land behind the ship, and what do you say? Hello there! Help! Alright, so you, you start yelling to them more, and uh, we'll say the fishermen notice you first. Okay. And so then they'll, they'll verbally point you out, and they speak, and you can hear what they say, but one, it does not seem to be directed at you. They seem to be shouting to the others on the ship, and two... You don't recognize this language. You have never heard this before. It sounds like a bunch of gibberish. So they shout out. One of them points at you, like turns their head, points at you, and like turns their head away from you while pointing and shouts something. And then the other two come over. So the the one who was piloting as well as the one with the gun. The one with the one with the gun. Yeah, you can't swim. So we'll get to that in a second. The one with the gun is pointing at you, but he's not, like, aiming. He just has it in your general direction at the ready. And you can no longer see him. He okay. ran to the other side of the ship. So you would have all... You guys probably would have also heard the shouting now the ship's gotten closer. So you hear the, the language, you don't recognize it. And as the shouting starts, the guy runs to the other side of the ship. And then the ship begins to slow down a little bit. And one of the guy, One of the fishermen, specifically, throws the net in your direction as... It seems like he wants you to grab on. I'm definitely going to grab right, on. So you grab onto the net, and they immediately begin to reel you in. They pull you up onto the deck of the ship, and then they... So you're you're now on, on the deck, right? And they're, all four of them are standing around you, 
The one with the, the rifle is back a little ways more than the rest, but it's not directly pointed at you. Mm-hmm. He's not directly aiming his weapon at you, but he is still at the ready with it. I'm going to immediately take off my respirator so I don't look like a, a weirdo. Okay. So you take off your mask, and <laughs> and they speak to you again in that same language. And I'm, I'm just no, uh, vomiting up water. and uh... You didn't swallow any water. You weren't in the water long enough. And you had a mask on. Well, yeah. And I was also wearing a life jacket. But I was vomiting <laughs> up and down. Uh, so there's a little water. And uh, um, I'm, I'm shocked by the atmosphere because there's so much salt. JJ, you've been coming more because you've been exposed to it this whole time. It's probably been about an hour. You're starting to become a cousin. It's still a lot, but it's not as bad for you. Especially since I'm used to being by the ocean right. all my life. Not on the ocean your whole it's life. Near. You lived near the ocean, but you wouldn't have been tasting salt water your whole life. Unless you're stupid. Uh, anyway, uh, like so... Salt water. Or not salt water, salt air. Sorry. Ah, uh, yeah. The sinus delicacy. Salt air. Um, so, so um, based off of your... You know, you know language. You know that it sounds like they're asking you a question. Okay. But you don't know what they're saying. Um, so I'm going to use the universal symbol uh, and, and shrug uh, and, and look really, like, inquisitive, like, I don't understand. That's and then I'll give them you. the wide eye. So you, you give, like, a what? And the one at this point, the one with the rifle does actively aim it at you as the others tense up take a step back and one of them the one who is at the helm of the ship switches to a different language that you also don't recognize uh and then I'll, and, but again it sounds like a question um and then i'll i'll say something in in um korean what <laughs> so chet doesn't understand um it's gonna come out really garbled and barely like korean you failed your skill check to yeah. speak Korean. So to explain, um, speaking English doesn't require a skill check unless they have some sort of effect that inhibits their ability to speak. But if it's not their native tongue, which is English for all of them, they have to roll a skill check every time they try to speak a simple phrase. So he failed. So what were you trying to say? I come in peace. <laughs> okay. I mean you no harm. So you speak, and you can tell right away. You you think your pronunciation was a little off. Okay. But you know that's you don't really know what exactly you, you're like. I think I got my point across, but I I might have fucked that up. As you speak something in Korean, that's what that's what you try to speak in Korean. You speak in Korean, and now they all just give you like a confused look. And his his gun lowers slightly, but it's still in your direction. It lowers, and they're just all confused now. Uh, and then I, I'll look confused, too. Like, uh, uh. Um, so as as this is happening, so you you guys are just, for like, I'm going to say half a second, you guys have this awkward, like, looking at you. speak this jarbled Korean, and then they give you a weird look, and you just give them a weird look back. And this is moment, like, what the fuck is going on? And then coming out, from below deck, there's a team of four people. They appear to be moving in some sort of formation, so as if they're a unit, potentially. 
and they are all armed with bows and swords. And they come out, as so two of the four have their bows at the ready, the others have their swords drawn, so obviously archers are in the back. They appear to have this, you know, a rehearsed formation. And they're all set up so the archers can shoot over the swordsmen's shoulders and everything. And finally, finally you hear a language that you know. One of them speaks English. No. Says, simply says, uh, one of the swordsmen says, archers at the ready. That's all you hear. Oh, I'll say in uh, English... Uh, please don't shoot me. <laughs> and as soon as you say that, the guy with with the rifle thoughts out a sigh of relief, and his his rifle it doesn't drop to the ground, but the barrel drops down. He's like, oh, "You speak English, thank God." <laughs> and the others all kind of relax because they were tense and confused, and now they're they're relaxed. Like, oh, thank God, you speak English, and you specifically hear. Somebody say you're not a mutant. Yes. That would have been one of the fishermen that specifically says that. Like how thing. So you hear a lot of like, oh, thanks. thank God, oh, you're not a mutant. Good, sort of thing. Is this on open comms? Do you have your mic like actively? Sure. Um, we'll see that. Likely I... yes. <laughs> Doesn't mean that you can hear what they say though. Mm-hmm. I heard. Please don't shoot me. You would have heard that. Yes. <laughs> I'm now gonna start approaching the ship by swim. Um, okay, so you're gonna so have to you're gonna have to holster your weapon to do that. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna say the ship is not very far out anymore, so you can get to it easily. So roll a swim check. Made it. Made it. You managed to swim up to the ship. It's gonna take you a little bit though. So we're gonna go back to Alex here. I see Mason coming back from the bathroom now. Uh, so we'll we'll ask him if he follows you. Alright, so over the comms, you just heard Alex say, please don't shoot me. And JJ jumped into the water and started swimming towards the ship. It's very close now. What are you going to do? Are you going to follow him or are you going to stay here? Um, I am going to... Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, how visible is the ship? It's like right there, like 10, 15 feet away. Okay. Oh, shit. It, right there. It's right on top of you. It was moving very fast. You guys couldn't tell at first. It was moving very fast until they saw Alex in the water, or Boomy in the water. Then their speed drastically dropped. Okay. I'm a, I'm a follow. I'm a follow. Uh, Chad. All right. Uh, do you have swim as a skill? Ooh, that is a great question. Um, no. All right, so you jump into the water. Right, so you see Chet go. Chet takes it. So Chet has it. So what do you? He was using his rifle scope as like a binocular sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you hear over the, over the comms, you hear, "Please don't shoot me!" from Boomy, and Chet immediately puts his rifle on his back and dives into the water. And you're like, "I'm coming, Chet!" Split. Wait, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> but you are wearing your vest, so you're just kind of floating there, like. Pushing your way through, yeah, wading, like, wading like, through the like water. Doggy yeah, just yeah. kind of wading through the water, but you're moving very slow. Sure. Doing okay. my best. But... You're trying. You're trying. <laughs> uh, so, Boomy, back on the ship. They're all relaxed. The archers relax. Their bow, their arrows are still in their hand. Like, they're not. Yeah. But they're not actively drawing their bows. And the swords kind of drop, but they're still drawn. And um, the the one with the rifle speaks to you. And he asks, what happened? Why are you out here in the middle? Where's your ship? We're travelers who uh, are stranded. Our ship uh, took on water, 
and it's starting to sink. And when you say that, you notice the archers again tense a little bit, and the the man with the rifle says, "What do you mean, we?" Uh, there are two others that are uh, on the water. We only saw you. If your crew's back there, we can go get them. You guys... Um, they should be. They should be nearby. Uh, we got separated uh, just a little bit ago, but it should be within the area. Okay, so you we'll probably uh, want to start. We can. We can. We can start searching. Them. Then he, he turns and he shouts again in the first language you heard that you don't recognize, and a few more people. These ones are not armed, as far as you can tell. Come up and they exchange a few times. They speak in that same language, and then the ones that just came from above deck go to the edges of the ship to begin to look, like, survey the water and stuff. And I mumble over the comms so no one else can hear me. Now would be a good time to sink the, the ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't want to, we don't want them to find that we're from a different world. The, this is the I guy, mean, this is the guy who before was saying, I'm against killing people. Well, no, no, he's talking about sinking your our ship. ship. He's talking about our sinking our ship. ship. Yeah, yeah. And that's going to be a pass. That's some chat. Uh, so even if they like wanted to, they are no longer in the ship, so they can't. Well, he's nearby. I'm in the water. He's so slow. You, as, <laughs> as, so as, Ale, as Boomy says this, super quiet over his comms, uh, Chet here, you just reach the edge of the boat. You're in the water against the boat, essentially. So is there fishing net still hanging down? It's on the other side. It's on the other side? So they don't have two? I will be right they only there. have the one. Oh. Oh my broken ship. <laughs> okay. And but as you reach the ship, there is a person who looks over and shouts down at you in the same first language that you don't recognize. I'll shout back in English. Basic. Where's my friend? And so they there's you can see a look of recognition as you speak, and he speaks back in English, but it's a little he has an accent of some sort, but you can't really tell what the accent is. Uh, he speaks back to you, says, your friend's up here, give me a second. And he disappears. Can I climb it? Probably. Can I climb up the side of the ship? About how? No. Because about... it's it's going to be too slick with salt water, and it's not designed to be climbs. It's going to be smooth outer hull. Designed to climb? cut through water. <laughs> but you're only there for a little bit. Mason, you... Out of the 15 feet that you needed to travel to get to this ship, you have traversed five. Okay. I'm slowly and, making my way over. Um, so you're seeing this play out as you're trying to get over there. Mm -hmm. The guy comes back and tosses down a rope ladder. I'm going to say, though, that does require a climb check. I do have fun. I because I said still failed it. Because I said it's 30 feet, it's going to require more than one. But you failed the first one. So you start to climb up, and you get out of the water, and then your foot just kind of slips, but you catch yourself, and so then you right yourself up, and make it. All right, so you climb a little over halfway up, then you're going to have to make another one. Make it. All right, so you managed to get up on the deck. So you were over there, so um, Alex, you were over there with the rest of them, and while you were there, when the, the people that just came up started surveying the over the edges looking for your crew one of them spoke over the edge you heard him he spoke to one of your crew members he said give me one second goes back you see him go over to a chest like a trunk of sorts pops yeah. it open 
pulls out a rope ladder. He went back to the same spot and tossed it over, and then he was holding on to the end. And then a few seconds later, you see Chet climb up onto the ship. Soaking wet. Yeah, he is. He's drenched. Makes sense when you just came out of the <coughs> It was just swimming in armor. Yeah, you are drenched. Um, Can I look around the ship? Yeah. Does, um, does uh, anything stand out that I didn't notice from the sky? You notice that there doesn't appear to be any sort of mounted weapons on the deck of the ship. Uh, so this does not appear to be any sort of military vessel in any way, shape, or form. Does it seem to be self-propelled? Yeah, there is no sail. There is, there is no sail. So it does appear to have some sort of motor. form of propulsion. You can't hear motor. You would assume that you would be able to if there was one. Hmm. But you can't tell how the ship is propelled. Was there any vibration in the water? No. Alright, um, and then, is anyone looking, like, hostile when I climb up? Uh, no, they look more concerned about your well-being than hostile. Alright, so I'm covered in armor, Boomy looks fine. Armor and weapons. Yeah, you are decked out. You are a military man. See the squad, see they have bows, like, oh, okay, I'm fine. Yeah. Then see the guy with the gun again. You're like, what does the captain have? Uh, which one are you assuming is the captain? Well, the one who is piloting them. Oh. He has a simple pistol on his hip. Okay. Are are they earthly looking weapons? Like like, 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 like weapons they, that we would see. You Ballistic. can't name like models types, obviously, but yes, these are not weapons that seem uncommon to you. Okay. So they're ballistic. Or energy. Or he's uh hopped in the boat too, Bob. No, Bob, Bob no, he's he's too. like seven feet or so out from the, the edge of the ship. Yeah, he has to swim a little, a little farther. A little doggy paddling. He's just making his way over there. There should be one more. I'll just point over and be like, like, he'll take a bit. <laughs> he's not the best swimmer. He'll be here in a second. Alright, so as you guys wait, are you going to try and talk? To, it's not very long, but are you going to try and start up a conversation? Um, I'll ask them. Um, actually, I'll first I'll like them. And ask them their names, um, at least the name of the captain. And, uh... Do you specifically say what is the name of the captain, or do you turn to the guy who was at the helm and ask what is your name? Um, so I will ask the person who sent me the um, the uh, the net to grab onto, or the people. I'll ask around and sort of just like be like, hey, uh, I'm Boomy. Nice to meet you all. Like, what's your names? Okay. Type of thing, like introductions, and I'll be like, "Well, right. this here is chess." So, the person once you, you ask for introductions, you introduce yourself, ask for introductions. The one to speak is the one with the rifle again. Introduces himself as Grace, and as you hear that name, you're like, "That's a female," and you realize this whole time, this is a woman. You wow. assumed it was a man because you can't. She is wearing armor, so you can't tell from her body type and her voice is a little rough so at first it was hard to tell because you were just kind of assuming this is a man you realize this is actually just a female with short hair she introduces herself as grace uh and then Hi, Bobby. the <laughs> one of the two that was operating the net his name is malcolm and then the uh, the one that was at the helm his name is garrett uh, Kenneth was the other one who was at the net. 
Garrett was the one of the. So, uh, Garrett was at the helm. Then Kenneth and Malcolm were the fishermen. Grace is the one with the rifle. And then as far as the team mm-hmm. that that showed up. Seal Team Six. Seal Team Four. Walrus Team Four. They have garbage equipment. Team that showed up. You have Oliver. Was the one who you heard speak in English. I'm not at the ship. Yeah. Uh, we'll say you reached the bottom Would ladder. Would you like me to roll for climb? Yes, well? I need two successful. Tell me if you fail. Alright. Yeah. And then. successful. Okay. One of the bowmen is Reed. You realize the other bowman is actually a woman. Introduces Ashley. And then you have the other swordsman who was Seth. That's everybody that was on deck. The party's made it on board a new vessel, made some new friends, and look like they're going to be okay. But how long will that last once the crew starts asking questions the party can't answer? Are these new friends destined to become foes? Tune in next time to find out on Homebrew Hilarity.